Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. Welcome to a new episode of the Creative Brew, giving you insights on your creative journey. Today, we have a few sponsors that I want to give a uh, shout out for, uh, shout out with, uh, that's been great partners of mine. Uh, first of all, Panels, Comics, and Coffee Bar here in beautiful Oceanside, California, um, which, which is where I'm at today. Uh, they've been a, a great partner of mine for, for three years now, and I'll, I'm always giving out shout outs to them. So if you're in the area, uh, especially if you're in the Oceanside area, swing by. If you mention the Cradle Brew, you'll get 10% off of your next book or coffee purchase. So like I said, they got some new issues, and new uh, uh, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, and um, I think they may have a, a couple of uh, black box comics in here too. Um, so uh, if you can, just get a chance, uh, swing by at, um, no, you can check them out at panelscoffee.com or you can go to Panels Coffee for more information. Another sponsor of mine is Astropad, and Astropad actually t- turns your iPad Pro into a professional graphics tablet. So if you're a digital creator like me, um, I'm always constantly using AstroPad to um, to connect with my some of my favorite uh, programs, Photoshop, InDesign, Illustrator, and it actually uh, turns, like I said, turns my iPad into another graphics tablet. So I've got some uh, increased functionality, and I can work right directly right on my iPad Pro and, and do any kind of um, you know retouching, uh, design work, uh, any of those things. You know, I can do it right from my iPad Pro. And um, so, yeah, this has been a, uh, a very uh, a great asset for my digital workflow. So if you're a creator and you're always on the go, you're always working at coffee shops or, you know, just various places, AstroPad is a, you need to download AstroPad. Uh, they have a membership, uh, mem- well, subscription. So, um, you know, yeah, if you're interested in something like that, check them out at AstroPad Co. Um, or you can go to AstroPadOut.com for more information. Um, and then another sponsor of mine is Elevate uh, Coffee Trading that's based in Houston, Texas, and they're looking to extract hope uh, with every, every drop. So they're, um, like I said, they got a specific coffee brand and a lot of their proceeds um, go goes back to uh, helping families that uh, actually help produce the coffee in Guatemala. So they have a uh, amazing story, uh, uh, amazing uh, mission that they're, they're all, uh, you know, if anyone's interested, please check out ElevateCoffeeTrading.com, and you can check out their uh, their coffee. Uh, get on a subscription; uh, they can ship out uh, coffee to you. You can buy merch, all kinds of things. So check them out today, and uh, let them know I sent you. And then my last sponsor before we get started is Cobopod, and Cobopod is my other headquarters. Uh, it's a boutique audio and video production studio in Oceanside, California. So for any of my content creators, anyone that's looking to create their own or start their own podcast or, or even build uh, upon what they're doing right now. Um, Cobopod has 4K video. They have great audio. They have a um, photographer on, you know, on set to, um, you know, take pictures as far as if you're using, um, actually, if you're, if you're needing uh, certain images for social media, uh, for your brand, personal brand, uh, anything like that. Uh, it's all inclusive, all that, um, all in one. And like I said, they've been another great partner of mine. And um, if I'm not here at panels, I'm there at the Cobopod uh, recording all kinds of content. So you can check them out. If you're in the area, book your first session today at cobobottle.org. And today um, we have a, a great guest and someone that I've, I've been really looking to try to uh, connect with and, and sort of pick their brain, pick his brain a little bit. And um, 
but uh, I think this would be a treat for anyone that's that's looking to get into comic books, looking that you know, perhaps someone, anyone that's you know, they've got an idea and they're looking to try to you know get it published. Uh, this may be the episode for you. And um, so, like I said, I'm I'm always amazed at all the um, the, the quality that that comes out of this company. And um, I, I'm like I said, always amazed. Um, you know, sometimes you can have you know creators they're they're sort of you know constantly trying to put out things, but you know, I'm I'm real big. I'm a, I'm real big on quality. I'm I'm a stickler for quality. And usually, once I see it, I, I know, hey, look, this is, I, I think this is, uh, a, you know, a great title or a great company. Um, especially when you see the quality of it and you see how much uh, time has been put into it. Um, and even going from beginning to to marketing, um, like I said, I from everything that I've seen, uh, I, I think Black Fox uh, Comics has been pretty pretty consistent with with a lot of things. And and like I said, and they and I think there might be one of the uh, front runners as far as coming out, as far as independent publishers. So if you haven't got a chance to check them out, uh, they've got all kinds of titles right now. I'll let uh, Dimitri uh, give, really share his story and talk about, you know, how, you know, how he created this uh, from, from the beginning and really where he is right now. So I'll, I'll let you, let you go. All right. Thank you for having me. And uh, you got a lot of good sponsors, it seems. Um, so we created the company, I believe it was 2016. And the way it started off was I, I started working on IT and I wanted to do it right and do it justice, especially cause I was new in this arena. Um, so I did the proper research. I tried to get the, the right players that had the experience to help out because it's not just my concept and my ideas, it's the execution part. So you need professionals to help you do that piece of it. So a lot of the credit, from me goes to these guys that are, and, and ladies that are all uh, helping us build all this stuff. Um, Cause I couldn't do it without them, right? Without their expertise and their skill set, their effort. Um, they pushed the books. Um, so IT was based off of banking and corruption. And I know over the years, there's been a lot of exposure to that uh, lately, especially with the banks and the financial system. Um, I'm sure you remember there was a, a news article on Wells Fargo, there was like over 700 whistleblowers. So all that kind of stuff. And then just recently, there was something else that came out the other day um, that got settled in court. And um, I, I just thought it was a good story because basically the IT guy who's the security guy as well is kind of like a detective, if you want to imagine, but within the bank. And everyone, when they think of banking and technology, they're always thinking of firewall and what goes on beyond that. Um, I did the story more based on what goes on internal, right? Who, who are the criminals probably within the organization? Because that's the easiest way to steal, right? You're already inside the system. You already have access to the system. There's no better way. And we did two volumes of that, which is 10 issues, two trades, one, one trade for each volume. And we hired guys like Scott McDaniel, who worked for DC and Marvel, Andy Owens, uh, Tio Gonzalez, Taylor Esposito. So all these people are from the top organizations in the comic book industry and uh they're all you know very talented um, and then we moved on to militia after that because i wanted to tell a uh a military story based from the female's perspective and their challenges and, um you know kind of a little bit of real world of what's going on now um so you know we wanted someone who knew that that arena right who was into the military and understood that so we hired Chuck Dixon, um, his father served in the military and Chuck has been writing military books forever. So he understands it really well. 
Um, and he did a real good job on that. And we even, uh, we did a Kickstarter for the trade, uh, not initially for the series. Um, and the Kickstarter was successful. I thought that did really well. And um, again, same thing. We had Dixon, we had Jethro Morales, who works for Marvel right now. Um, Taylor, again, Esposito was our letterer. We had uh, Brian Arfo-McNaya, who was our colorist. Um, so we, we have a, a good set of uh, players on, on each book, each series. Um, trying to think some other books that we did. It was Cyclist. That was one of our other big books that was popular. Uh, Kevin Gavreau, I'm sure you're probably familiar with him. He's the guy who created uh, Underworld. Uh, I, Frankenstein, um, you know, he has, he had the comic book of it. Obviously, you know, he went on and created the movies with it um, by pitching those. And uh, we're, we're, we're working now together to see what else we could do together. So we're, we're, we're definitely planning on working on some more titles. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, real good guys. So, you, you know, you get to build relationships with all these people. And, uh, you know, the industry is filled with a ton of good people. People want to work together in the comic industry. Of course, there's always the stragglers that kind of hold things back. But for the most part, it's really a good, a good industry. Um, then we did another title called Project Icarus. Project Icarus is basically about a guy who's within the prison system. He's one of the guards. Um, and they're doing testing on the inmates. One of the inmates gets loose. And there's several others that also get tested on that end up being enhanced. Uh, what I would say is probably very close to this is that movie that was on Netflix, which was also called Project Power. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a good movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, so I, I, I would say it's pretty close to that um, in terms of concept and what goes on. And, but we have like a different type of story. It goes a little deeper. Um, we... After that, after Icarus came out, we did Bigs and Tiny. That's been a big hit for us. Um, it got featured on Sci-Fi's uh, website. I don't know if you saw that article. Uh, you know, it's been shared everywhere. We're getting orders constantly for it. We had a comic shop just recently. They did a var exclusive variant for issue five. Uh, and actually, uh, you know, the artist is, he's like a local artist. So they were supporting local arts and we wanted to be part of that. You know what I mean? It's not always about guys or, or, or the people with the big names it's also about the local artists who i think support that community uh sometimes i think they're a little bit ignored too much so i thought it was great to be a part of that so we're happy to do that um and you know um the shop has already had tons of orders for their variant so i'm happy they're selling their, their variant the artist is happy he got his first chance to do a cover so it's published um and his name's clayton de haas I uh, just want to give a shout out to him and uh, Real Collectors Outpost. They're the ones who did the, the variant cover. Um, and now we're working on several other other things. I don't know if you've seen uh, Devil's Dominion. Yeah, you yeah. Seen I've a post seen, about yeah. it at all? Yeah, I started seeing the yeah the the concept art and the and the cover for it. Right. So some of the stuff we do is grounded material. Uh, obviously, Bigs and Tiny and Project Icarus was more superhero enhanced. Uh, but, you know, we tried to get to the, the human elements and, and how we act as people and uh, making things that are relevant to people to, to enjoy and feel like they're a part of it. And uh, Double Dominion is kind of about um, the female lead who's called named Devlin. She basically has a demon and basically everyone has demons, as they say, right? We all have our demons. And uh, the more you feed it, the more 
it exposes itself the more powerful it becomes and it takes over and devlin is one of them who's powerful and decides to kind of renege her deal uh, that she made with the devil mm. uh, she goes on to kind of basically she's like a, almost a demon slayer i guess you could say like she goes after other people with demons okay i think she's considered more an anti-hero than an actual hero um, and that's because, you know, we're all imperfect, right? We all have our flaws. And, you know, none of us are as super heroic or perfect as some characters are made out to be. So this is, again, more human, human interaction. And I think people would relate to it. And, you know, I, I think they're going to enjoy it. There's a lot of reviews that have come out for it. And a lot of people like it. And, you know, I'm glad the feedback's been positive. Because um, we worked really hard on it. Brian Hawkins is our writer really good writer, really good guy. Um, so shout out to him. Uh, we've been working on multiple projects. I believe I have like three or four projects working with him that he's writing. Um, he's editing one book for me. Uh, I'm also working on another gentleman named Jay Sandlin. He's, he's, he's doing uh, at least three projects with me. Um, so after Devil's Dominion, we haven't decided what exactly is coming out next because we have a bunch of them uh, finishing up. So we're probably going to decide, you know, at that point, what we feel is most needed to come out, what's the right one to come out at that point. So um, the one we have is called Dead Detective. The main character is Rex. Um, it was written by Bob Hayoka, and the artist is Fabio Jansen Lima. And it's more like dark mystery detective, a uh, little bit noirish style. Um, and it's based in purgatory, I guess you, you could say. So it starts off in Detroit and ends up in, in purgatory. And um, I, people are really going to dig that story. That's just a fantastic story. Um, the other title we got is uh, Gin Hunter. Gin Hunter is um, based on a genie that goes, uh, uh, goes after other genies that basically provide the wrong wish. Or, or, or a malicious wish. Uh, so it's, it's, it's interesting to see because people, you know, when they say, be careful what you wish for. And that's kind of the lesson that gets played into it. And, and then luckily they have the gin hunter who comes, cleans up the mess. Oh, well, that, that, that's a great concept. Uh, yeah, so, so that one, that gin hunter, that's the one that's, it's sort of an upcoming project. That one hadn't, hadn't really been released or anything yet, has it? No, yeah, not yet. but that that will be out next year though, for okay. sure. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's great. That's a great uh, concept. That's pretty neat. Um, so with Black Box, uh, I I sort of see um, you know, a, a, a theme going with with Black Box. You, uh, I mean, as far as just throughout, you know, I guess looking at all the different titles that you're producing right now, do you feel like um, you really want to develop the characters or sort of flesh them out um, a little bit more than? what I've seen and just other, you know, just other titles from other publishers. Do you feel like that, that's something that was, um, you know, a prerequisite, a prerequisite for you as far as making sure that all these characters are, are fully, and the story is fully developed? Prior to developing it, prior to creating the comic and putting it out? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of work. Like IT, for example, there's a lot of characters that, and, and it's a diverse group that we have working at the bank, which is really cool. And um, one plays off of the other. Um, and, you know, we always want to represent everyone um, and 
try to do the best we can to write good stories, put out good art. Um, you know, uh, we really take a lot of pride in what we do, right? So we don't want to put out anything that's not ready, not thought out well. Uh, you know, obviously a lot of resources go into this. You want the team to be proud of what they're working on. And I think that's one thing that all the teams have been really happy with the end result has been so far. So that's important. And uh, I think the fans have, because our fan base is constantly growing. We're constantly getting orders. The, the orders from the shops is growing. Um, so people for a small publisher growing, that's a really good sign that, um, you know, we're just constantly uh, seeing the sales go up. And we've even talked to like Diamond, basically who runs the industry from the distribution side. And I had one of them call me and said that uh, they see the sales and they see the, the, um, the quality of our books. Um, so it was good to, to have that call that they just called us out of nowhere to tell us that. So I appreciated that. Oh man, that, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, and that's, I mean, you can't, honestly, I mean, I think that's really the biggest thing. I mean, you just, you can't be quality. I mean, especially when you're consistent with it. I mean, it just, it, it shows. Uh, right. You know, mm -hmm. it shows from, you know, every every title that I've seen that you've uh, started marketing or, or putting out. I mean, there's not been one. I mean, everything's been, you know, grade A, you know, high quality has been professional. Um, so, um, you know, with, uh, you know, I'll say uh, even with uh, Biggs and Tiny, why, why do you think, because I know there, there's been an article out and, and uh, I know even, uh, you know, I've, I've seen uh, what Jim Lee give out shout outs to, you know, the Black Box and stuff like that. What, um, why do you think uh, with Biggs and Tiny, um, why do you think it's been a great, um, a great feedback um, with that? Biggs and Tiny, I guess, is different from everything else. I mean, everybody's going for the whole dark um, genre, right? Like uh, every book that comes out is like magic and, and darkness and haunt, haunted houses and whatever. And um, Biggs and Tiny is more light, fun. Um, it's kind of like you and your, your best friend, uh, getting powers and, and and it shows how silly they could be you know because uh, we're not really all that like we said before like we're not that responsible we're not that perfect right we make mistakes and you see the, the the banter that goes on back and forth between them and it gives you a sense of reality that that's how people really would be if, if they both had powers and they were trying to go out together and do something good right we we probably you know be playing some pranks on each other uh maybe not doing things the right way or not being as uh, slick or sl strategic because if you get powder powers out of nowhere, it's not like you were born and raised and trained as a military specialist or anything, right? These are just guys off the street that got lucky that they got these enhanced powers. And, uh, you know, I, I just think people just enjoy the comedy. Uh, I actually saw a few people tweet about that saying, like, it's amazing how, like, there's no comedy books out there. And then they mentioned our book. So I was like, that, that's really cool. People notice that. And I thought it was like, the timing was perfect because of the whole COVID situation. And I think a lot of people are down. They're inside the house. Um, the news is constantly terrible. And um, hopefully we're moving towards better things. But uh, I, I, I'm hoping Biggs and Tiny put that little smile on people during this, this tough time, you know. Um, and, and it seems like it has. So I'm happy about it. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, I, I and I think that just goes to prove that uh, you know some people, um, just with our with our, with my audience and you know the people that I you know come in contact with, you know I, I come with come in contact contact with a lot of uh, you know a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of creators, and sometimes I mean 
people can give excuses, you know, they're like, well, you know, COVID happened, so everything's going, you know, going to crap, you know, uh, I don't want to put my book out because of this or, and you've been almost the opposite to where you've uh, almost expanded more, uh, even in this situation. And, and, and I'm a, a big believer on that, that, you know, if you've got a great idea, you've got something that you're, you know, you know, you have a, a, a clear vision, a clear strategy on, you can, I mean, you can grow anywhere, you know, you can put it out at, you know, any time. And, you know, as long as it's, you know, marketed right, um, you know, it's, and especially with Big and Tiny, I think it was, you know, the right opportunity, right timing. I, I feel like that increased the, the awareness of that title. But I, I think with anybody, I mean, you could, if you have a great vision, great um, ideal, I mean, you can market it and push it and, you know, work on it. I mean, you can, I mean, you can make it happen. And I, I think sometimes, we give too many excuses on, you know, outside circumstances. And I'm not, you know, not to say, you know, it sucks, but I mean, you're a testament to where, you know, I, you know, even with COVID, you know, and I'm seeing all these titles pop up. I'm like, well, they're still, <laughs> they're still doing something. So, um, yeah. So, um, so with that, I mean, with that kind of work ethic um, and that kind of, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say hustle mindset, but just, you know, having that grit, having that perseverance, do you feel like that's part of your, uh, been a part of your, um, who you are for, you know, since you've been born? Or do you feel like that's something you sort of developed over time to, to this point? I mean, I, I've always had a business mindset since I was a kid. So I've been working since I was like 11, right? It was yeah. always a hustle. It was always how to make it and you're going to figure it out. And you, you got to plow through whatever the difficulties are. And eventually you'll see that, that daylight ahead. Right. So, but you got to get through the tough times and uh, that that's the real challenge. Um, opening up a publishing company or any business, there's a lot of risk. Um, a lot of it you're doing on your own because in the beginning, you know, it's kind of like uh, people don't believe in you until you become successful. Right. Like that, that's when everybody jumps on board and says, yeah, you know, we always knew you could do it. And in the beginning is you got to get, you got to work hard enough and it's on you to, to make it uh, successful, to make it of quality, to, to show that you care, to show that you're trying hard and people will come along, your, your friends, your family, whoever will start backing you because they're going to see the effort that you put in, the love you put into. Uh, I think the COVID situation, um, you're, you're right, we did kind of, I took advantage of it because a lot of people backed off. And I thought it was a great time to push even harder and put out material that, sh you know, comic shops needed because they weren't getting books. Um, people needed because they needed something to be busy with because we were getting a ton of orders of that. You know, people are home. They want some form of entertainment. Um, there's only so much TV you could watch. So reading gives everybody a little break and something different to do. Um, so I, I really think we did well during this time. And, 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 you know, we tried to entertain people and come out with more stuff i'm actually working on at least i don't know i would say 10 12 another titles that i was doing during all this time so i have so much lined up for the next two three years already um so you know it, it, it was a good opportunity and i think uh, a lot of people should continue to push and and, and put out the best quality they can you know yeah um, so with, uh, and I sort of noticed, I mean, even with the, the because I, I think a lot of those um, concepts and, and titles that you got right now, I honestly, I, it's like when I saw all these books, I'm like, man, I could, I could definitely see this as a, 
you know, cartoon or a movie or, or you know, right. anything like that or a video game. I mean, do you, have you, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure you've had ideals as far as, you know, how to transfer that, those properties into other channels. Yeah, I mean, we've been thinking about it. We've had uh, discussions with people um, where there's producers and production companies and obviously several actors that have backed us. And, you know, they've told me like, hey, I want to be this villain if, if, if you get something, you know, like, so I love that. You know, like we had Eric Roberts. He was like, oh, I want to be the villain in IT, right? So it, it, it's really cool when you hear that because it shows that what you're putting out, people are noticing. Um they're noticing the books. They're they're enjoying them. They see that there's potential. You know, I I think all of them have a potential to be whether it's like a movie, a show, or a a cartoon. Uh, like Devil's Dominion, for example, could be along the lines of uh, maybe Castlevania, The Blood of Zeus that just came out on Netflix. Uh, could be that animated style, but it could also be like a live action. Um, but definitely, you know, when you have things like IT, Militia, and Cyclist, they're a little bit more grounded. Um, so IT, I would probably compare to, like, maybe, like, House of Cards or something, that that kind of tone and setting. And um, Militia, I mean, it, it sounds like, like it's a typical Army Rambo type of story, but I think it, it goes a lot deeper, um, being the, the character that we have, the female lead. And Cyclist, um, a lot of people have compared it to like Dexter, Ray Donovan, um, which are great shows. Uh, I love those shows. So I, I really think they have a lot of potential. Uh, but, you know, for me, I just focus on the books so we can put out the best stories. And everything else I think is going to come along and happen uh, when timing is right, you know. Um, like, but like I said, we have been speaking to people and hopefully something works out. But these things take time. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. Or I think going into the next, you know, question, um, you know, just even funding, you know, I think that's been some of the, the, the biggest questions I've, I've had, um, you know, that I hear with a lot of other creators is just figuring out how to, you know, really how to market well, how to get the funding, um, you know, even when you, and like I said, you don't have to put, I don't want you to say too much information or you can divulge whatever you want to, but um, how, how do you feel, I mean, even when you're, you're setting up these Kickstarter campaigns, what's been, um, you know, what's been good for you? Have you, I know people do it different. Have you put out like um, concept art first and then promote the Kickstarter or have you just tried to produce the whole book and then go with the Kickstarter? I didn't know how, you know, how you go about that. So the first one I did was Bigs and Tiny as a Kickstarter. We did the first issue um, and put it out as a Kickstarter just to see what kind of feedback we get. And people loved it. It got successfully uh, funded. And then we finished, you know, issues two through five after that. Um, five is actually coming out um, the end of November. And um, so the second one we did was Militia. That got successfully kickstarted, but that was just for the trade. For the, it's, It was a variant cover for the trade, basically. Um, and that was done by I Igor Vitorino, who's done a lot of work for like Xenoscope and some other uh, publishers and really talented artists. Um, so now we're all doing the trade for cyclist. So it's the variant cover and it was done by Sean Chen, who's been in, in the game for a long time. He's worked for Marvel, DC's worked on Iron Man, I believe most recently Batman Beyond for DC. Um, real good guy, uh, real good artist. Uh, and, and I got to know him through Bernard Chang, who's an artist from DC Comics. 
Um, and he's been working for them for quite a while. He's, I think he started off at Valiant or something a long time ago. Um, so, you know, just great group of guys to work with and talent. So um, Kickstarter is a uh, – you learn your lesson on each one. You do each campaign. So there's things that you do to adjust. Um, it could be the amount. It could be the type of rewards or how quick you get your reward out. There's a lot of things and, and how you communicate, how you market it. Um, you know, uh, are you doing a single issue? Are you doing a trade? All, all that varies drastically. And, you know, I think we'll only get better as we do it. So, you know, this is my third one that we're doing right now. Cyclist is up there. Uh, so we're more than halfway there. Um, I think it's doing well. We've still got like, I believe it's 20 days left. Um, you know, so it, it, it takes time to learn. Some people are extremely successful. I've seen campaigns in the six figures and probably even more. So uh, we'll get there, you know, but you, you, you build, you know, each step, you know, you go at your pace. You can't worry about what other people are doing. They're doing something and, and that's great. It works for them. And you got to go your path and your way and do it the right way. Yeah, that's great. Um, so with, um, even with all the different creative teams, um, I, I know from looking at your website, I know you've got a, a whole group of people uh, working on, on various titles. Um, how do you how do you deal with like just managing um, all these <laughs> all these people? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's tough. I mean, I'm like I said, I'm probably working on ten to twelve books right now, so I, I don't know. I'm probably working with over 50, 60 people, maybe something like that. And yeah, I mean, I'm constantly hustling, man. I'm, I'm on the phone, I'm on messenger, I'm on my email, I'm on Instagram, I'm on everything. And I, I'm constantly communicating with everybody on different platforms. And I'll be up two, three in the morning and I'm communicating with people because we have people in Brazil, we have people in Italy, uh, Philippines, uh, you know, so people are all over the world working with us. And I try to make myself available for everyone. Wow, that's so it's it's not easy. Oh, I bet, I bet that yeah, that is not that's not definitely not for the timid. <laughs> that is, yeah, I was like, no, I, no. I mean, be be ready to be awake. You know, twenty three out of the twenty four hours. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, I, I, I mean, it depends how you want to go about it, right? Like you see, you said we constantly putting books out. And that's because I'm constantly pushing it. Yeah, I'm constantly making sure that progress is being made on everything. Yeah. And I want to be there for them because I don't want to leave them hanging where there's no response and it goes dead for a while. You, you got to keep everybody motivated. Um, and, you know, I, I let everybody know the quality that they're putting out, the effort they're putting out that I appreciate. So um, all that has to be, you know, communicated. Yeah. Um, sometimes I get, that gets forgotten, but um, not with me. I always make sure I talk to my team. That's great. That's great. So um, right now, what, uh, what things are inspiring you right now? inspiring um i mean it depends on like movies and shows so like today i actually i mentioned blood of zeus i was a little curious to see how the animation was done um so i just put on an episode to to start and, and watch and i thought it was pretty well done um i did a little research on it and then i i saw that it was the same animation studio that produced castlevania so i was like oh that's why it reminded me of it and uh but yeah they, they did a real good job on it so um, you know, I, I always try to see where could my property be, what could it look like, and you know, you see, 
things like I mentioned, Ray Donovan and Dexter, which I think cyclists could be in, in that, that, that conversation. You know what I mean? I mean, cyclists is just that good, I think, of a book and story. Um, and it's in that realm, in that genre. Um, so, you know, I, I, I look for those kind of things. And then I, you know, always, you always try to like fan cast people. You're looking at actors and you're like, I think they could play this role. I think they're perfect for this, you know? Um, so th there's a lot of, a lot of good actors. Um, and, you know, I would love to see some of them play, but you never know who production studio is going to want to choose. And I'd be excited to see that anyway. So, uh, you know. I think each part is fun, you know, each part of the process. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll go down to uh, creative tips. Uh, what is a creative tip or tips that you can provide our audience? Um, for, for art, I would say, you know, learn how to do storytelling. Um, I think that's really important for, uh, for readers. When they're reading the story, um, a lot of times there's artists, there's a lot of artists that know how to tell a story uh, with their art and makes your eye flow through panel to panel um, and brings you down to, to, to the row beneath it to continue the story. Um, I think that's important. I think um, got to have a little thick skin, right? Um, everybody's very sensitive about the, what they create uh, because they, they do it with a lot of passion and you always want to be respectful about what they're creating um, because you don't want to kill any motivation um, and you got to respect their, their, their hustle. And, and I certainly do. I, I appreciate everybody's art. Sometimes you'll hear people say, Oh, I don't like that person's art. It's terrible. But I think there's a, there's a place for everybody's art, you know? Um, and, and, and there's a lot of respect and work that goes into it. So, uh, you know, I, I, I just truly appreciate all that stuff. So, but have a little thick skin and, and, you know, just continue to do better. Listen to what people say, take it with a grain of salt. Everything that I do, I mean, I'm constantly trying to improve, whether I'm writing or the way I'm managing or the way we're marketing. So I'm constantly trying to look at everything that we're doing to bring it to the next level. So you got to be honest with yourself first, right? So that you know what you're doing wrong. And only then can you improve what you're doing, what you want to do. Um, so uh, the ideal creative life, um, what would you describe as the uh, your ideal creative life, uh, money was no issue. Don't even worry about that. Um, maybe if it could be your perfect day, what would be your, your perfect, um, mix of a day? Um, I mean, look, I, I, I love what I do, so I don't want to ever stop it. And I enjoy that. I mean, I would love to get into the, the film end of it, right. Where maybe it becomes like producing or whatever. And you start to build on different platforms. Um, and I think you can do some good things too. Uh, it's not just about being selfish and then trying to say, you know, like you said, it's not about money. It's, it's about what can you do to make the world better? What can you do to help people? What can you do to tell stories that help relate and, and, and give people maybe comfort or laughter or, you know, or um, motivation to see that there's the next day is going to be better. And, um, you know, having characters that are resilient are, are important. Um, so I, I would love to have the opportunity to be exposed on, on from comic books to film it would be great. I mean, I would love to move into that. Cool. Um, so, uh, and you, you've already talked about this a little bit. Um, what projects or upcoming projects um, could you tell our audience? So 
you know, right now, Bigs and Tiny Five is coming out, like I said, November, and Devil's Dominion is the next book that I believe is going to be a hot book. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun, um, and it's going to come out December 30th, so that's issue one. Um, so we have the main cover, which I think you saw has the devil on it, mm-hmm. and then the, uh, the variant cover that has her demon on it. And, I mean, I think those two covers are, like, phenomenal. Um, people just need to see that, and they'll understand that the rest of the yard is just as good. Yeah. And um, I think uh, it's a five-issue series. We already finished issue volume two script, so that's another five issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm that confident in this project and this title. Um, I've done volume two for other stuff like IT. Um, we're planning on doing Militia and Project Icarus. Uh, so we have a lot of, a lot of stuff. Um, and I think I said that detective and uh, Jin Hunter, which I know you sound like you were interested in that one. Yeah. The genie. Really good. Um, Dead Detective is going to be a little more uh, a mixture between like a uh, Bernie Wrightson and then uh, um, I'm trying to think like who else. Um, I can't remember his name right now, but uh, he, he's just got that dark style. Um, so you'll see it's a little like liney, grainy. Um, it gives it that dark mystery look um, with the two detectives. Um, and he, um, it gives it that dark mystery look um, with the two detectives. Um, and then Jin Hunter, like a MA manga kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, very colorful, but it's got its dark moments. And um, I think people are going to really dig that because like, like you said, it is very different. Um, so <laughs> I, I think people will really go to it. And, and I think it'll be different. Like Bigs and Tiny was different from everything else as a comedy. This will be also different, I believe. Yeah, I, as soon as you said uh, Jen Hunter, I, I was like, I, in my mind, I was like, I was already thinking it, some kind of anime um, movie or something like that. It was already sort of like, okay, I, I could see it, see something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, well, before, you know what, honestly, before we sign off uh, and, and we, you know, figure out how, how people can reach out to you, um, is there any kind of like little words of wisdom, you know, for maybe for a, any creator um, that's looking to try to publish their book, they've got an ideal, they don't know how to even start, uh, or they feel like maybe they don't, you know, they got the ideal for the book or, you know, they're trying to figure out time to uh, actually make it um, a uh, <laughs> real, uh, you know, make it real. Um, can you give anybody some, some words of wisdom for anyone that's going to be listening to this? I, I think you just got to put the pen to paper, man, and, and just, you know, um, just go at it every day you know, and, and it's just repetitious and, and, and you'll see that every day you'll get better. Obviously there's books out there, tons of videos out there. Um, a lot of great artists that you can look at how they do storytelling. Um, you know, the five point perspective that I mentioned before, um, you know, even for writers, you know, just write a story, just, just keep, keep writing new stories and see what you did wrong in the first one, you know, and then take, have someone read it, you know, and they'll give you their, their honest opinion and see what you could do to adjust and make it even better in, in the next series or title that you do. Yeah. And um, I, I think, I think people will be fine. It's just, you know, it's just like working out, right. You just got to keep going and you'll, you'll develop. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I, I definitely have confidence in people and sometimes I talk to people who start losing that confidence because they're like, oh, I didn't get that job at the big two or, 
or even at an indie and I'm like, look, you have the potential. I see it. You just got to notice what you're doing wrong and just admit that part of it and, and focus on it till you perfect it, you know, be the best one at it and, and you'll get there. That's great. So um, how can people reach out to you or either, uh, you know, or they're interested in uh, getting a, a title from Black Box Comics, um, you know, either through stores or online? How, how can people reach out to you? Uh, we do have a website. It's blackboxcomics.net. Mm -hmm. But I do always prefer that people go to the shops and support the shops. Um, I'd rather that they make that profit because they do a lot for us. Um, they're a big part of the community all over the country. They support people. They employ people. Um, and we've had so many comic shops that I've built a good relationship with. And it, our relationship just continues to grow where you become friends. You know what I mean? I, I've met a lot of these guys. We uh, had dinner, lunch, whatever. Um, so I have a lot of respect for all of them because um, they've been with us since day one, plenty of them, you know, since we launched IT. And it's like they took a chance with a new publisher, a new book. Uh, so, you know, from my end of it, I appreciate it. So there's a lot of, a lot, a lot of comic shops that I hope people go to and, and place their orders. Once again, hey, this has been a great episode. Another episode with me, with, uh, with my friend Dimitri. Uh, thank you for having, uh, coming on. Uh, very, you know, definitely in gratitude. Um, you know, just keep doing your thing. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. Um, like I said, I can't wait to see Jen Hunter. I, I want to see that. So um, other than that, this has been a I'll send you. I'll send you a snippet just to give, give you a taste, all right? Yeah. I'll give you a, a snippet. All right, cool. That sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank um, you, man. <laughs> but uh, other than that, hey, this has been another great episode of the Creative Brew here at Panels Comics and Coffee Bar. Please support all your local uh, comic book shops. Uh, support all your local coffee shops. Support your local businesses, uh, small businesses. They are the lifeblood of any city um, in this country. So, like I said, come out, support them. But other than that, be cradle, stay inspired. Thank you. Thanks.